Hey everybody, my name is Scott Green. This is Hawate. Thank you, thank you. So this is a twice a month queer performance series, and we have performing tonight B to E. So it's really cool if you eat and drink off, that kind of keeps the show going. And uh, let's see, I, um, I'm going to start with one song, and it is from a new CD that I put out called, um, this, the album is called Songs for the Rainbow Family, and it's by the Diesel Tykes. Yay, it's like a fake kids group. And I'm going to try this song, I've never played it live. Um, you should. Yeah, never. Never, and you know what's even scarier? What? I haven't even practiced yet. No, hey, like a half a practice. Right. <laughs> wow. And uh, we'll never know. Uh, but uh, J.C. Brooks is the vocalist on the yeah. recording. So, um, so I'm gonna just give it a shot. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> 
to continue, so in comes five milligrams of white. 
Take every eight hours before you plan to go to bed as needed so you can sleep at night, knowing you can never wake up from your nightmares at will, which is the only reason you have any of these left. Because who wants to sleep through that horrible moment at 15, which now requires antiviral oval flu? Once a night for the rest of your life, a constant reminder that part of your body still belongs to him. A body you were born into that doesn't match the one you wanted, so here comes Spiranolactone to jump on the throne or declare war on your bone or once at night with 25 and 50, totaling a 100% chance that your stomach will turn on you because you can't turn in your genitals for new ones. These pills, yellow and blue ones, make you green in the face while the white ones, very much like white people, claim to be your savior and then force you to reenact their trauma over and over again so they can feel like they helped. I am not dreaming. I'm just in a state unable to operate machine or motor vehicle. So I punctuate with pen and delestrogen once a week so I can feel like a woman again. These RX melodies send music through my blood, Morse code through my genetic code, tick-tocking on my timeline at 5 a.m. because, well, because I still can't sleep. So instead, I stare at the ceiling fan and hope that these round ovals will dance on the blades like sugar plum fairies until sunrise, choose my next dose. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Uh, Shane's plug, that one is in a book I wrote about neurodivergence, um, intersecting with trans identity and race and stuff like that. It's called Neurodivergent Tales. I do have copies. Slide and scale, pay what you can. Uh, no pressure, of course. I know we're all queer, so we're all broke. And that's, it's, it's a hard story, but it's a story. And we all tell that one. So, cool. I'm going to do another poem. I realize I didn't do a trigger warning on that one. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. I won't for this one, um, just because this one is kind of about like the fetishization of a trans body and the way that cis people sometimes feel entitled to the information that is surrounded by trans bodies. Um, if I have the right phone here, I do not. Where is it? Nope. Right. Oh, wait a minute. Ah, this is why I should probably like get a folder <laughs> for my shit or something. <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm such an adult. Didn't you know? Hmm. Here you go. Dad jokes. I got one of these. <laughs> so, um, why can't you hear the pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Uh, why? Because the pee is silent. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. That was more than enough time to find my shit and get it together. Cool. Found my shit and got it together. Um, take that, millennial shamers. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. All right, cool. We're going to do a poem. So, this, um, so the trigger warnings around this poem are like fetishization of the trans body, like discussions around cis gays, um, really inappropriate to ask questions. Uh, so um, this poem is called Educate Me. When I hear the words educate me, I hesitate to remind you that Google exists and that libraries are free and I brace myself for the questions to come. Do you, dick, do you, Surgery, our real woman yet will cut it off. What real name? How sex? How woman? How you real? I exist to you as a series of books that can be paid for but won't be. Because you think I owe you? Because you think it's my responsibility to be the information you refuse to search for? Because my authenticity is only valid when you get something out of it? Have I echoed to you like school bells? Do I ring in your ears like the term liberal, progressive, transmisogynoir, gentrification, genocide? Does my identity make me your enemy or your teacher? 
Cause bitch, I'm neither. My degree is arts, my soul is music. My skills are in revolutionary tactics. My blood boils with ancestry and none of these melodies are even on your frequency. So how dare you expect me to sing to you in another language completely free of charge. You can catch these hands from free 99. You can swallow your pride for nothing. You can recognize your privileges at no cost to my people's pain or Pay me, because the bitch gotta eat. And if my years in construction taught me anything is that labor is always more expensive than material and its execution is always draining. It's that a degree doesn't mean shit if you still don't know what you're talking about. Like white feminists with Black Lives Matter signs next to Hillary Clinton posters still don't know what they're talking about. Like a white German with a PhD in black studies still don't know what he's talking about. Like a cis woman studying gender usually only gets half the story right, so pay me. Because my life has taught me more about being black and trans than any curriculum ever could. Because being black and trans and femme means that every day is a lesson that could kill me. And that poverty is an expected consequence of my identity. Poverty that cannot be changed with kind words and good ideas about me, dick, me, surgery, me, real woman, yet me, cut it off, me, real name, me, sex, me, woman, me, me, real? How should I fear for my life tomorrow? Educate me. singing songs on train platforms in the dark. You are so bothered, but you are not the first, and you won't be the last. That is to say, well, I have seen you before, and you are cookie cut. Trade always want trade. Want barter for something sweet, honey from my hive, and in this moment, I am no longer human. I am something else. And now a curse placed upon this man's desire. He will not forget the sway of my hips, the mermaid-like locks of hair, freer than me, too. I get off the train, spell is cast, and he looks out, scans outside for me. I'm already gone. He can never have my flow, feel my water rise. He can never touch a body built like lapis, soft, but ever strong. He will never know, kiss as sweet as mango slice, stroke long as life. I have won the night. He will think better of this. At least I can hope. But in this moment, 
in this very moment, yo, I'm untouchable. In this moment, in this very moment, yo, that's enough for me. So shout out to What's Good Poetry, that's W-U-S, Good Poetry. Check them out online, they're amazing. Sierra's an amazing black hood girl from Cleveland, Ohio. Badass bitch. Um, and these poetry prompts racked my brain this month. So if you <laughs> wanna get challenged, check them out. Um, so this one, I guess you'll just hear the line, so I won't spoil it for you. You know, won't do the Infinity War thing. Um, <laughs> I hear revolutions on vacation. Decided to take a chosen few with it. The ones who knew how to speak and when to be radical behind closed doors. Too comfortable in the privilege they'd lose if honesty ever got loose. Nowadays, changing the game is taking the embers of a back burner. Second to one's ability to play the best version of their hand possible. Everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to die. And no, this isn't a poem about this false parallel between dissociation and courage. I hope it rings like a call back to history. One more important than our relevance, our ego, our singular benefit. One that showed life as a chance to pay future like a bulldozer with a broken brake straight through to the heart of supremacist pigment. We know the reason we read about our inspirations in past tense is because they paid for the present with their futures. Everybody wants to change the world. No one wants to die. I hear revolution has an agent now. Like current management books its speaking gigs at universities, but it's a bit nervous about door-to-door -door meetups in shady neighborhoods. I hear revolutions become an echo chamber. Some people saying the same shit to the same folks who they always say it to making sure cameras catch the pretend to care in HD, wearing respectability as a cape for a God complex, serving those who seek the wink and decoded it as fact. Everybody wants to change the world, but no one wants to die. Thank you. Anyone's curious, that lyric is everybody wants to change the world, but no one wants to die from my chemical romance. Um, <laughs> God, I suppose so much about myself in that sentence. Um, but it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, okay, I think I'll do a couple more. Um, so this one, hopefully I have it memorized. Let's see. Um, so as we, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of queers in this room, so there's some broke-ass folk in this room, and it's all love, and it's all respect. I just, statistically, I know where we all stand, right? Um, so sometimes you gotta come up with some real creative-ass shit to manage what that means and like how you have to navigate that. So this poem is based on that. It's called Pro Tips for Poverty. Mind over matter is magic. I do magic. to run 
but at least you ain't drowning too. Become an expert at twisting your perspective. It's kind of like dissociation on purpose. Instead of doctor visits, choose the dance for the clave of your cracking bones. Remember they call the body the first instrument. And log your hours of practice accordingly or else you won't get paid. Fill your brain with justifications like, yeah, I still got the rest of my teeth. What's one less? Tell yourself that this is an investment in storytelling. Three, breathe in as many variations as possible. Resin rip inhalation in lieu of medical medication. Stressful sighs with phone calls with bill collectors. Locomotive hyperventilating during panic attacks to slow. Stomach rising of a sleeping pill setting in. Know that breath is proof that you still function enough to be enveloped by your own thoughts. Breathe deeper than your thoughts dare to follow. Four, think of all the illegal shit you used to do for fun. <laughs> think hard about doing some of those things for money. <laughs> do none of those things. Remember, your past respectability didn't stop pigs from oinking your rental car on a Wednesday evening because you match descriptions that don't exist yet. Remember, no matter what your gender is now, you will always be another black man in the eye of the trigger finger five. Give up. Get back up. Smile. They pay you better when you smile. Come on. Give up. Get back up. Smile. And once more, the feeling, you know, like you mean it. You've always meant it. about cell phones, right? This generation is so caught up with the cell phones and blah, blah, blah. This is a zombie apocalypse. Somebody decided to check Facebook for more than five fucking minutes. Cool, cute, awesome. But my daddy lives in NYC and I can't talk to them if I don't have Facebook. So, well, I mean, I guess I have my iPhone. Shout out to that lithium battery we probably stole from Africa somewhere. Um, <laughs> I don't know, no ethical consumption under capitalism. Bring it down to posh. All right, I have to do that because if I don't get on my soapbox, even like a tiptoe on my soapbox, um, I won't feel right as a poet. That's the shit I do. Um, so I'm going to do one more poem. This goes out to all of the folks who have actually found more humanity through the digital world than they ever could in the real world. I'm one of those people, at least, at least I was when I wrote this poem. This poem is called Zombie Revival, and this will be my last poem for the night. Zombie apocalypse. <laughs> they say it's happening right now with us, with our kind. We, the ones who keep phone, tablet, laptop, lifelines, IV'd into our intellect and HD. We are zombies to some. Hell, I agree. I have not known the feeling of life in some time. In fact, I have witnessed more people slaughter me with their words than resurrect me with them. So I sit here on my phone, lean there on my phone, looking into my two by four inch coffin. Bloodshot eyes and twisted speech oozing from crooked teeth and impaled tongue. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hope your day is going well. Out of the darkness from a dead battery comes an outstretched hand, feverishly and hungrily typing on the other side of the pixelated black hole. They do not feed us well. They do not believe we deserve nourishment. Hey there. Sup? 
Another sending simulated signals through simulated laughter language. LOL. We lost another one. Shares the corpse of a mentally detached human. Brain sitting on a keyboard because their tongue was not permitted to move and this became a symptom of atrophy. We have forgotten how to speak, some of us. And so we attempt in motion with cramped and tremoring fingers that seek to name body parts that do not exist to the mortal ones. The ones whose bodies have been validated through legacy, immune to bullets, consequence, and retribution. Meanwhile, us walking dead beings bug bound to 1080p morph our shrill screams into memes and damn the fuckers before they can reach the afterlife. They are right. We are zombies, broken bodies and mangled brains that function behind coffee shop counters, nine to five office jobs and commutes on the train home if we even have one. They got tired of building apartment shaped coffins for us. So now some of us get kept in cages at human zoos or wound up on streets hunted by those whose primary purpose is to play pretend hero while some are added on the, by the killers online. So sometimes we undead creatures send messages to send unity, typing words we sometimes are unable to speak with spiral tongue with faces we can only make prettier than ours. We've learned how to stay pretty enough to be considered human, you see. Our exhausted, sunken, insomniatic faces covered in glittery hues, and as we play our role, the job interview, the shift, the double shift, we take a picture, place our ghostly fingers to the computer screen, and react in real time. Hearts for everyone that no longer sits between our ribs, all us undead ones dancing in the night's glow, spinning suicide sonnets of syllables onto a page. We, the zombies, immortalize an art that we make out of survival strategy. Us, the revival of humanity and all of our decomposition, the bodies that die time and time again. They never seem to slow or stop. We, the zombies, bound together in our dismemberment, existing everywhere, alive, as we can be. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We're gonna have like an intermission now. Um, and then we're gonna have some amazing music from Kara, so stick around. Go to the bar, take your bartenders, they love you. Let's hear one more time for BDE. And yes, we are taking a little intermission break here, so um, a short break, and Kira will be up. Yesterday was my court date, and I am officially Kira Lee. Yes. Gender marker change didn't change. Thank you, Transformative Justice. So what a better way to celebrate than to be here. So. Being awesome. Right. I was like, oh, that license picture is terrible, but it's my terrible picture. Yes. No, no. No, because they were like, can you take off your glasses? I was like, what? And then they're like, look at the blue. I'm like, what? Where's blue? And they're like, they're like it's done. And in the picture, I'm like, you know. I, I, thank you. And I was like, everything is blue. What are you doing? So I, um, I just released an album earlier this year. It's called yeah. Transfigure. Yeah. Oh, 
So I have copies here, so I'm going to be doing songs off of that. And they are also sliding scale pay what you can, because like you said, we are all broke. <laughs> because we are queer and we're artists. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, right. So I, um, I grew up in Louisiana, in the country, um, and I grew up in an evangelical Christian Pentecostal background, and so I'm here today. <laughs> I got out. So, um, so I read a lot about the dad. So this is, um, this, is the t this is the first track off of my song. It's called Girl Boy, and this was um, the first experience, I think, when I was younger, when other people called attention to my transness, and it was before I was ready to deal with it, so. Chalk dust in my eyes, so I 
One more time 
this one is called Double Girl in a Psych Ward. It's my uh, life story. <laughs> so it's actually based on um, on a This American Life that I heard. Do you that show? Y'all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ira Glass. Anyway, so it was this guy that was working in a psych ward, and one of the patients, um, she would just like constantly, constantly like hurt herself and hurt herself and hurt herself. And then they were like, why are you doing this? And she was like, well, I'm the devil, so I have to punish myself. And I was like, I really know how that feels. I really, really, really do. <laughs> so this is that. Recognizing 
that the person that I was projecting to the world was not the person that I really was. And that person inside trying to be like, I'm in here, please, please, please let me out. Come, come find me. Yes, yes. <laughs> and how that, that, that person that is really me, how that person sort of shaped me and in a way how I wish I could have sort of protected that person. So it's a lot of that. I'm going to do this because I'm doing this new bridge thing and I don't remember anything anymore. So I printed out in large bold print <laughs> to be like, what? Okay, here we go. Through the failed romances in the sad. 
I should have warned you. I just write about a few light things. <laughs> so the, here's my cover uh, for the evening. So um, Dolores O'Rourke passed away, um, and she was um, like such a huge influence in my life. Like she's what got me through high school. <laughs> And um, I just always loved her. I've always loved the cranberries and just connected with her. So um, when she passed, that really hit me, hit me pretty hard. So um, yeah, thank you. So this is this is for Dolores. Love you, girl.
gonna do one more, and um, I lied. This is also another cover, and it's all, it's really fun. So, um, thank you, darling. So, if you know it, Simon, this is my silly song that I love.
Our next show is Tuesday, May 15th, and we have performing uh, two premiere performances, yeah. Doe Parker hey. and Mika the Star. Yes. Okay. So that is May 15th. So hopefully you can make it to that one, and thanks for coming tonight. Good night. Good night. Good night.